Welcome to the Evolve Leadership Innovation Podcast, hosted by myself, Kim Ford, CEO of Rise Pittsburgh. I'm thrilled to showcase industry leaders and their approach to workforce innovation. Because Next looks different for every company today. Let's learn, grow, and connect as we dive deep into leadership evolution. Let's evolve together. Welcome, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us as we evolve together. And I am really, really excited to have Larry join us today. Larry, do you mind taking a moment to introduce yourself and your company? Sure. Kim, it's really good to see you, and I appreciate the time today. It's it's good to see you. And now your, your hair is a little different than the last time I saw you. So <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, mine's a little different, too. Um, so for those who may not know PwC, so my name is Larry Joya. I'm a senior director in PwC's uh, pr product and technology practice. Um, most people think of PwC, the large accounting firm. Yes, we do that too. Uh, we are a 150-year-old accounting firm, I grew up as an accounting firm, and now we do a lot of advisory services, a lot of professional services, as you would expect, across tax, accounting, assurance, and advisory. Um, we're not our grandfather's PwC like you may know us. So PricewaterhouseCoopers is not PwC. Um, in that capacity, so I serve as one of the leaders uh, within our product and technology group, what does that mean? Uh, I've spent the past 16 years now, Kim, advising chief information officers, chief technology officers in the healthcare space specifically uh, on technology strategy and thinking about the future of work, thinking about how emerging technologies shape the way we work and things of that nature. So in summary, uh, I'm a you know, advisor to, to C-level executives uh, and their teams and thinking about how the world will work in the future and thinking about what's ahead. So it's a lot of fun. It's a great place to work and, and happy to talk about what we're doing at PwC as it relates to kind of going back to work. I think you want to talk about that today. Yeah, absolutely. So so tell me, uh, you know, everybody has been affected differently from the pandemic. I mean, what has it looked like for you and what does it look like for the company? Yeah, so so PwC as, as mo like most, I would say, largely virtual, I mean, we have 55,000 people in the United States. I'll talk about PwC first. Uh, as professional service uh, an organization, you know, we're pretty adaptable. Uh, many of us are actually going to our client sites and, and serving, you know, large Fortune 50 companies all the way down to small private companies. So I would say we're pretty adaptable. We've been very good at adapting um, to our clients' needs. So we kind of mirror what our clients do, first and foremost. So I would say in general, Kim, we've been I would say fairly good at and have responded very well on being agile to respond to our clients' needs. Like most organizations and kind of the wave of shutting down, so to speak, we never left work like every other organization. Um, but we did not move remotely. Many of us were traveling four days a week, if not if not more. Um, so many of us are now staying home with our families more uh, and being uh, in the in the in the the the, the breadth of, of of our families and in this workspace, right? Um, which has been awesome uh, for many people, uh, as you would expect. So for us, we adapted very quickly. Uh, I would say, just generally speaking, uh, for us, the impact we were actually really ready for this. Believe it or not, uh, you know, for us, of course, nobody saw this coming. I would say, you know, five plus years ago, Kim, we really started thinking differently about the future of work and new skills and upskilling, all the things we hear about. I know you're ingrained in as well as you advise organizations. We really thought differently about our culture and making sure everyone was upskilled, no matter if you were a tax associate or your assurance, you had skills and you were able to use these kinds of technologies to do your work, no matter pandemic or pre-pandemic or now. So I think we were very ready uh, for this, right? Uh, and so I would say, generally speaking, um, we adapted quite well. And I think, you know, that that stood the test of time. I think uh, we've had a very good year in business across all industries. And, 
yeah, I think now that we reemerge, I think people are very excited to get back on the road, travel again, as I know you're traveling. I'm starting to travel again a little bit. Um, but overall, Kim, you know, we, uh, we've done, uh, I think, a really good job of continuing to adapt, uh, continuing to kind of mirror our clients and how they want to work and where they want to work, which is sometimes it's virtually, now it's back in person. So it's been really good. Yeah. And, and how did, has it affected you personally? I mean, yeah, obviously, so, you, you know, what was going on pre, was there like this huge change when the pandemic hit? Yeah. So th thanks for reminding me. I, I missed that part of the question. So for me personally, um, a bit of an unfair advantage, if there is such a thing, is I was got off the road about three years ago. So I was a career consultant four days a week doing the road warrior thing. So personally, for me, it's not a great answer because it didn't really affect me that much. Um, I was already working predominantly virtually, traveling a few days here and there. I will say it, it affected this, like this environment I'm working in right now. I've never spent more time in this little box of a room. Um, <laughs> so I've had to rearrange things, change my background a little bit. Um, but joking aside, you know, I will say for me on a personal front, I could be home with my kids more. Uh, I'm around home at home with my kids and my family. Um, and that's been like the, the best silver lining of all of this in, in light of not traveling as much. So for me, Kim, um, not that really impactful um, other yeah. than spending a lot of time with my family, which has been fantastic. That's awesome. And have you had to make any major pivots, you know, since obviously you were kind of ready, you were already really working from home. Obviously, the travel went away. Um, any other pivots that you can think of that have have really changed um, changed you changed you know your your business? Yeah, I would say so. For us, just generally speaking, you know, many many organizations, not just professional services, how do we embrace new technology? Right. So it's not just Microsoft Teams or Zoom or pick your collaboration du jour. Um, you know, I was doing a lot of of executive interaction, a lot of workshops, like you know, big team meetings and things like that. So it's one thing to be able to do this over video, but how do we collaborate virtually, not just using Google Docs and things of that nature, but it's really come to light, Kim, is we can do a lot of this virtually using some pretty cool technology. Now we can rattle them off or put them in the show notes afterwards, but there's some technology that's really brought to light that we can actually collaborate really effectively at a very high level of the organization and get a lot of stuff done in short order. Um, so for me, it's trying and experimenting a lot more. I experiment with a lot of new technologies, uh, collaboration tools, trying all things. And I would say for me, I, I'm a, a master of all, but a master of not at the same time. We use all, we use them all, uh, especially a firm of our size, Kim. If it's Meets, it's Google, it's you name it, we're using it. And so I think of anything for me, I've become a, a master of all collaboration technology and uh, experimentation has been something that I've really embraced in the past year and a half. That's awesome. Well, I can tell you firsthand experience, at least from our clients, about 95% of them would never, ever have a video meeting before the pandemic. Wow. And what I love about it is they all actually were forced into it. So now it's not this unheard of thing. So we always had to go to them, right? Every meeting was face to face. And now they're very comfortable with just jumping on a Teams call or just jumping on a Zoom. And, and I think in general, I mean, all it does is save all of us more time, right? Yeah. The intros aren't as long. You don't have to offer somebody coffee if they're through your computer. So there's, <laughs> there are some benefits, although I, I do like sitting across from somebody. I like the body language that you really can't see. Um, you know, I like kind of the, the, the loose chit chat that occurs. That's a little bit harder to, to happen on a video call as well. So I, it'll be really interesting. Um, what does back to work look like? So there's no change then for you, right? 
Well, so for, for me personally, you know, so, so for me personally, I don't think I'm traveling that much anytime soon. I, I did travel a little last week to see one of my teams in, in D.C., which was, which was great to get out of the, the house a little bit. Oh, yeah. um, but I'll speak for kind of what we're doing at PwC, especially here in Pittsburgh. I know we've got obviously listeners all across the country or around the world. But in Pittsburgh, you know, again, fortuitous or otherwise, we were actually in the midst of, of looking for new office space anyways, or kind of thinking about the office of the future pre-pandemic. So for us, it's pretty exciting. We are actually, PwC is actually uh, building a new office here in Pittsburgh, which is pretty awesome. I'm pretty, very familiar with that. Um, so that's very exciting for us. And I'm very anxious and looking much looking forward to getting back into that space. It'll be very yeah. different. And uh, maybe we'll talk about that today a little bit. Um, so for me, it's more the same. I shared with you before we started chatting today, this space around me, I have gone all in on redesigning my own workspace. So I'm pretty excited about that. So I'm not necessarily coming back to a new space. Um, I'm rethinking about all the space I have around me, just given what I've learned in the past year and a half. Um, acoustics are not bad in here. So some things tactically, uh, I'm, I'm dialing in a little bit. But for us return to office, um, you know, we as a, an organization at PwC, we've been and flexibility is the word of the of the year, right? Yes. Um, we really embraced that and truly giving our people choice, um, recognizing, you know, if that's health and wellness, if that's safety and security and purpose is really the forefront of, of decisions we make as a leadership team, Kim. Uh, and really, we've given our 55,000 people choice, right? And so in as much as like, you know, we're going to uh, model our clients. So if our clients are saying, hey, we'd like you to be here on site four days a week, we're giving our people the choice to do that. And of course, most people want to do that these days. Um, but at the end of the day, our leadership team has really been very intentional and thoughtful uh, about listening to our people, what they want to do, how they want to do it. And frankly, trust. Uh, trust is the fabric of our organization and our culture and allowing our people to do things the way they want to do them um, by way of traveling, not traveling, working remotely, giving our people tools and technology to be productive. At the end of the day, I think, and you know this, and, and many of your clients know this as well, but still hasn't clicked a little bit is that no matter you know where you work what you do you gotta trust our people we're all adults here i don't care where you do it just get That's the work right. done and That's uh right. it doesn't have to be a physical physical space although uh you know returning to the office will be very exciting uh later this year so we're very excited about that i bet you know i i did i missed the people for the longest time i mean i i don't mind working from home i like seeing my kids more i think that's great but i can't do it every day Right. Like it, it's just, it gets old. So I love, I love the word. I like flexibility. I love what you mentioned about intention. I think a lot of companies right now are struggling about what to do and to figure out, Hey, you know, what, what do we do? Like we have no idea. And, and I, and I, I've been telling them to, you have to choose something. You're just sitting there in that gray space, not wanting to make a decision. And that's not going to help you hire and retain and recruit top talent. You have to pick something. You have to pick a plan and and go with it, right? Whether it's full choice, whether it's a 3-2 schedule, whether it's a 4-1, whatever it is, um, just implement something. Because I think that word intention is really critical. Companies need to have it more, more than ever today. Absolutely. And I, I couldn't agree more. I guess I'll go even one step further with you, Kim, is there's committing to something, but then make sure you are getting back to flexibility is you you leave the the room for flex adaptability because yeah. I'll keep my, my theme of the of the the year is experimentation. I shared that a little bit earlier is we have to be willing to experiment because this is a shared experience, right? Like no one has led through this moment of change before like this. And so whatever your leaders as we advise clients is thinking about make a choice, stick with yeah. it, 
Yep. Make sure it's based on what our people are saying and what they actually want, right? Yes. As opposed to like, you know, top down, like here's what we're going to do and here's how we're going to do it. Yes. Make a decision, stick with it, but leave some room for flexibility um, in terms of, hey, this may not work. So we're going to adapt. We're going to evolve our business model. Uh, yes. Like, for, let me give you a real world example. So for us, um, you know, we were very intentional, again, to use that word about saying, hey, we don't know what the future holds, but for right now, we're going to give you choice. We're going to give you the option to flex. And by the way, on Fridays, at PwC, it's Fridays your way. No meetings afternoon. It's the whole the whole company. The whole That's firm awesome. is doing fifty five thousand people. Getting people that time back that yeah. was otherwise kind of in the depths of of client meetings or team meetings or whatever. Giving you the time you need to do what you got to do. Be with your kids. Go run errands. Whatever that looks like. Because we're living in these bubbles. So. That's the kind of adaptability I'm talking about, Kim, that I think, frankly, the organizations that will thrive in the year ahead, if it's fiscal year, calendar year, yeah, uh, are those that are going to be really adaptable. And leaders who embrace that change and are open to not being so rigid in the ways they used to work. Yeah, and I think it's going to really impact mental health long term. Um, I think a lot of people are workaholics. And yeah, those people are great to have on your team, but it's not healthy. You know, yeah. when they eat and breathe everything at the office and you have to pull them out of there, you know, at 8 or 9 p.m., it's just not a way to live your life. So I love the whole I like the long weekend concept. I love the concept that you can work from anywhere because I have been for a long time. You know, I just disappear. Right. But nobody knows. And what I love about it, it doesn't matter. I can do 95 percent of my job from anywhere. Right. Yeah, you know, five percent. It it just have to book schedules anyway. So yeah, exactly. And and the beauty of it is we're so hyper connected anyway. It's like fine, you're on a plane. I can still send emails. I can still. <laughs> exactly. you know, I, I listened to a, <laughs> a, a conference call uh, over the plane Wi-Fi. I wasn't participating. But I listened to it uh, over the internet. You could still participate and be present no matter where you are, which is actually a bit you know unnerving to some degree. But it's so hyper connected. But to your point around mental health and wellness. Yeah, we take that very seriously. It's one of the things I think that, that most organizations often overlook, sadly, because the fabric of organizations are people, is burnout, right? Yes. And so how do we get give people that time back or provide mechanisms for them to actually take care of themselves, their families? We can make amazing office spaces. We can make these beautiful, you know, collaborative workspaces. But if we're not giving our people the time they need to actually check in on themselves uh, and you know, self-care, um, it's really, really important stuff and something that, you know, we just not just we just practice, but we you know are talking to clients about often because it's so often overlooked. Yeah, yeah I yeah. love I love self-care. I think that's going to be more and more important, especially for the larger companies. They have to have policies and procedures, you know, written in, you know, and 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 you, you don't feel guilty doing it. Right. That's whatever right. that looks like, whether it's like, hey, you know, every month get yourself a massage for an hour. I mean, whatever <laughs> that looks like. I, I think it's really helpful because a lot of people don't take time for themselves, especially if they're parents. They feel like all they have to do is everything for their kids. So they're actually not taking care of themselves and, and you can see it, right? You, I'm sure you know a lot of people that you just look at and you're like, oh my gosh, I know you're a great parent, but yeah. you got to stop and like, you got to find something for you. You know, it's it's not helping anybody. So that's right. I, th I, th I think we did, no, please. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's one of the things that we did, and I'll keep giving real-world examples to kind of make it real. At PwC, um, and you probably, maybe you've seen this, and, you know, we, we recently did a massive reorganization and thinking about our operating model, not even in light of COVID, but we've changed some things in light of the, the pandemic, which people will talk yeah. about. Um, but all of these things kind of came into the, the the thinking about the future of work, and you, you nailed it as burnouts are very real things, especially professional services. Every, you know, every yeah. industry has its, has its manifestation of burnout, whatever it looks like. 
but there's no hours anymore. There was never any hours anyways, but you're like, wait a minute, it's 11 o'clock at night. I'm still in front of my computer. We have, we actually instituted, and this is public knowledge as well, is we are actually, when people take five days or more of vacation, we're giving them 250 bucks. Just take it. It's And so you're like, we're paying you to take vacation, for real, um, as a way to incentivize you to take the time off. We're giving you the time. You earned it. Go use it. And oh, by the way, here's a little a little spiff for you. That to, is awesome. I've never yeah. heard that before. Yeah, that's yeah. So we're doing that at PwC in a firm of our size, right? That's it's pretty telling, and I think kind of sets the tone for what other organizations of all shapes and sizes might be thinking about. And even listeners here, these kind of incentives, these kinds of uh, of things uh, go a long way, especially as leaders as we think creatively about how do we change and essentially not uh, that fragment culture, right? And it's something yes. that's very important. Yes. And more, I think we all learned a lot during this pandemic, and I think we're all going to walk out of it. I think we're going to be better employers and better employees in the long run. I think a lot of positive things. Obviously, there's a lot of negative that has occurred as well. But at the same time, you know, it, at least for me, I try to search for the light at the end of the tunnel Absolutely. because, you know, there's no reason to hang your hat on the negative. So, you know, I think there's a lot of positive that can continue um, you know, as as people move forward and figure out what works next, do you have any advice for business leaders as they kind of they're evolving, right? They're trying to figure out what to do. What what is your advice? Yeah, so I have a couple of pieces. I was thinking about this question. Um, I talk about this often. I, you know, it's not just the answer of it depends, but I think you said it best, which is like like have a plan or make a decision and stick with that decision, right? And like okay, easier said than done. Yeah, I think if there's anything as leaders that this is a once in a lifetime opportunity uh, as leaders to reimagine what leadership looks like, yeah. <laughs> right? And I say that because, you know, no matter where you are as the CEO from the, the boardroom down to the server room, no matter where you are in your organization as leaders, either as an individual contributor or as a leadership or large organization, reimagine what leadership looks like. We talked often pre-pandemic about empathy, about inclusion, about what it means to have diverse teams this is the most opportune time you have to embrace all of those things and lead people through change, right? Uh, yes, it's the, it is the, the, the culmination of all kinds of change. So my advice is embrace the change, right? Embrace the change. Um, tactically speaking, if you're surveying your people, if you're listening to your people and checking in the box, uh, I don't think you're doing enough. Um, truly listen to your people. Um, yeah. Everyone's got not an opinion, but a perspective. We have to appreciate from an empathic perspective. And I know you do, Kim, is now that we're all home, childcare is different. Yeah. Uh, commute, commutes are different. Many of my colleagues, they moved out of where they live. They're now living in other parts of the country. Their worlds have changed radically. So as leaders, we have to truly listen more <laughs> um, yeah. and really you know, take that into consideration as we think about adopting new business models, new operating models, and frankly, how do we run our businesses? So that, that change, uh, I think, is really important. The, la the second piece I think of that, Kim, is if you think you're over-communicating, you're not communicating enough. <laughs> uh, <laughs> communicate so true. Uh, transparently, right? I think yeah. most, and many leaders, uh, you work with many of them, they, I'm transparent. We have a very transparent culture. Now is the time to really be transparent and be open with your people, especially because let's not lose sight of the fact that these people have options now. I think the statistic, I think a couple of weeks ago, uh, it was like 4 million people in April, we're leaving corporate and finding new jobs, right? Wow. That's like more than like the Great Depression of 1930. Yeah. People have choices now. So the other dimension I would say for leaders, Kim, is that just 
just because you know the, the world's changing, we're all coming back to work or coming back to physical space. The world of work is has radically changed. Your people have a lot of more choices now. And I think it was said best by I, I can't quote the CEO. It was a CEO who said, I can't wait for all of my competitors to go back to work. And they forced people to come back to work because I'm taking all other people to my organization. Right? <laughs> I'm taking the best people because I'm going to give them flexibility. So yeah. I hope there's a couple of nuggets in there, Kim, in terms of kind of thinking about communication transparently, giving your giving flexibility and listening to your people intently to use yeah. your word. Um, I think will be really pragmatic as you think about bringing people back to work. I totally agree. And this is amazing. Thank you. The purpose of Evolve is to help business leaders kind of learn, connect, and grow together. And Larry, what a great conversation. Thank you for taking the time today to talk to me and uh, look forward to seeing you in person soon. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Look forward to it and take care of yourself. I appreciate you. Thank take you. care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to follow us on social media and let's continue to evolve together. See you soon.